0: Hey, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When CJ and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use too. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. We use Anchor because we live over an hour away, and it brings us together as if we're in the same room. The sound quality is better than Skype and more reliable, too. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing so, go to anchor.fm/start that's anchor.fm/start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using anchor that's anchor.fm/start we can't wait to hear your podcast we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound hey cj remember that one time
1: <laughs> oh yeah it was fucking epic
0: you're listening to remember, remember that one time. time the inappropriate story time podcast and these are not your mama's fairy tales yes ladies and gentlemen this is remember that one time with your host and cj and they were gonna go over
1: some travel stories let's see okay so <laughs> this isn't a- this isn't really well. I mean, we traveled, but we didn't travel very far. So, me and our friend Tabby Cat went to the um, Jack Daniels uh, barbecue invitational. It's like this. Um, Is that a golf game? No, no, no. It's like it's, it's a barbecue invitational. Like it's a barbecue cook off. The verb,
0: not the noun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like you, yeah. You just it's a bunch of people that are like insanely good at making barbecue and they all have to be like, they win other contests in their area. And then like, they get, it's like the world championship. Like people, how did you guys get a VIP? No, no, we, we were not participating. We were just spectators. We were there to eat. We were just there to eat. So, um, it's, and it's down in Lynchburg, you know, by the distillery, it's a huge tourist thing for the city. And, um, So we were like, okay, it sounds like fun. There's going to be a shit ton of barbecue. There's going to be like a bunch of people. There's like vendors, there's a band, there's all kinds of cool stuff. And so we're like, okay, let's go. And so um, we get down there and I mean, this is a town that's so incredibly small. I can't even tell you how small it is. And um, they have all of the people that are going to this I mean, it's an outdoor event, you know, there's vendors and all kinds of stuff set up on their square, but they have everybody park at the school and then they bring Greyhound buses in and they'll like bus everybody down to the, um, the square area. And then they'll bus you back when you're ready to go back to your car. So, um, in normal CJ fashion, I took a Yeti and I filled it up with booze because if I'm going to be walking around you know, my fat ass eating barbecue all day, I'm going to be drinking too. So I got my little Yeti cup. We get on the Greyhound bus and we're in the like very first there's it's rows of two. So the very first two seats on the passenger side and I'm in the aisle seat and the, our, our seat is the only one that has like a little platform in front of it and it's got Mm -hmm. cup holders. So I put my Yeti in the cup holder and all these people are getting on the bus And so we're going, so he throws it in drive and he's driving and, you know, bouncing around and everything. And he makes a turn. He makes it, I mean, in my defense, he made that turn a little too fast. Like he was a little vigorous about it. So he whips this giant ass bus into a 90 degree turn and my Yeti cup flies out of my cup holder and hits him in the head, the driver. Hits the driver of the bus in the head with this giant. Wow, Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, I, as if that wasn't bad enough. <clears throat> sorry, y'all. I'm sick again. I'm losing my voice. As if that wasn't bad enough. <laughs> everybody on the bus starts chanting. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. I guess there's just like a bunch of hockey fans on. The nice. List. I don't know what really brought that on. Somebody okay. started saying and everybody have, else just jumped on.
0: I have to make a confession. When I was reading
1: through our notes this morning, <laughs> you
0: had written here CJ put her silver bullet cup and I had, I didn't know what that means. I don't know what's a fucking yeti. When I saw silver bullet cup, I thought it was like some sort of container to hold your small vibe. And I was like, that you was, hit a bus driver with your vibrator.
1: That would have been an even funnier story. But no, unfortunately, I didn't. I just call it a silver bullet cup because it's silver and it looks like a bullet. I don't know. Nice. I, creative. I know. It, it kept my booze cold and that's really all that mattered. So, but yeah, it was, um, it was a little embarrassing with everybody on a Greyhound bus shouting at you that it's all your fault. It wow. was but yeah. me the first time. I mean, I was drunk, so it didn't really matter, I guess. Right. So, um, I mean, I just threw that in there. I felt like it was it was a funny story and it should be in there, but I mean, the reality of it is that was only like thirty miles from home. So I don't really know if that counts as traveling, but it's a funny story. So I'm gonna say it counts. Um, I actually got a uh, a couple of little short stories from some other listeners slash friends um so I had a friend that went to uh Fort Myers Beach for a little weekend vacation or whatever and I guess he made the mistake of going during spring break I mean you should have known buddy like you should have done your research like it's spring break you're going to a beach what do you expect it's going to be full of college kids everybody's going to be drunk I mean it sounds like a great time to me but whatever so you know he's already getting annoyed with all these people it's just like super super packed and uh he said there's like this group of like just complete frat boys next to him and they're all just acting a fool you know they're smacking random girls asses as they go by just being dudes and um and so one of them is just completely belligerent he runs out into the ocean and he jumps in and he goes underwater And then he comes back up and he's got kind of like long shaggy hair. And so he comes up and he does like the hair flip to make you know make the water go all over the place. And he flips his hair up and water goes everywhere. And he goes, Let's do more cocaine. Wow. Shouts it out to the whole entire beach. I was like, whoa, dude, get on his level. Yeah. So that was a listener story. Um, and oh, and speaking of cruises, I've got a friend that went on a cruise, and he was—I guess I—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm not really hip on cruise lingo yet. Maybe check back, you know, next episode I'll probably know all the, all the cool things to say. But whatever the deck is called that's on the very top, <coughs> where like the pool is and all that shit—the party what, deck, what was the Lido deck? I don't know, something like that. He was up at the very top where all the partying was going on. And I don't know really why he had his passport with him. Like, to me, that's something you should probably leave in your room. But he didn't. And he had his passport in his hand, and he had a drink in the other hand. And I guess he was, like, telling a really, like, animated story. And he threw his hands up and ended up throwing his passport into the ocean. Like wow think to the bottom like part of the ocean style all the way down like it's gone well i hope you like living in ecuador you fucked it is gone like you're gonna have to sneak back into the u.s i don't know what he did i was like oh my god you're so screwed
0: so we've decided i say we it's usually my travel partners are my husband and little sister And we do these little weekend trips. He's got this thing called the Cup of Adventures where you have a die and then you have a cup with little slips of paper with all different directions on it. One of us rolls the die and that will tell us how many hours we're driving. And the other one will pick a paper out of the cup and that will tell us what direction so for example, the last time we turned to the Cup of Adventures, we ended up in Little Rock, Arkansas because we pour bleh, we drew um, five hours southwest. And so that's where we ended up was in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. But we do this kind of, I won't say really often, but when we have like birthdays or just three day weekends and stuff to get away, we go do little things. Well, one of the things in Little Rock we did recently, another thing is when we do the Cup of Adventures, we we draw the information, but then my husband completely plans everything. He doesn't tell us anything that we're doing. It's a complete surprise till the moment we pull up. Yes. Yes. And the very first thing that he did in Little Rock, we pulled up, like, we're going down main street and i'm thinking oh it's gonna be like this really eclectic restaurant or some store or something and now it is the purse museum that shows like fashion and feminism from the 1800s to 1990s classy yeah it was it was actually pretty cool because it had like Not only did it have the purses themselves, but, like, some common contents that would be in the purses. And that, like, included condoms and cigarettes and hairpins and anything else that you can imagine. Yeah. It was really cool because it kind of showed, it was like a history of women through the ages, through their purses. Where and how he found that, I have no idea. Hmm.
1: That's not usually something that's like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to Little Rock and look at purses. Right? Yeah, it was I mean, it's too bad that they only went up to the 90s. Like if they did the early 2000s, I feel like it would be like a row of like the little Dooney and Burke purses, the vinyl ones, oh, yeah. and then in inside you'd find like a Motorola razor and like I don't know. Like yeah, some of those gel pens that smell. I love like that.
0: Yeah, they stopped. I know they stopped at the '90s, I think, but there was still stuff. Looking at the '90s ones, where I was like, "Yep, totally had that in my backpack." Right? Yeah, because I don't think we were carrying a purse in the '90s yet. Um, a few years back, we went to uh, for uh, my husband's birthday. I decided to take him up to Cave City, Kentucky. Now, CJ knows all about Cave City, but... I love me some Cave City. Yeah, it's a little different since the last time she went, though. Uh, we were expecting a lot more touristy stuff, but honestly, I kind of like it better the way it is because everything is deserted. <laughs> Everything's deserted and it looks just so eerie,
1: kind of. There was... I mean, it's fine. My my 11-year-old self is still at the tram on Guntown Mountain. Well, Guntown Mountain doesn't really exist anymore. Well, it's called Froggitz Guntown Mountain now, and it looks like complete bullshit.
0: Yeah, it's it wasn't even open when we went. It's Go do some research on Guntown slash Funtown slash Frogget's. Go do some research, because it's an interesting read there's been some ownership changes and like the original owner was batshit crazy and it's just it's been yeah but
1: the original owner had it set up awesome it was called gun town mountain and you go up there and it's a wild west city and they had a saloon and a shootout in the street and it was awesome and then everybody came in and they were like oh you can't say gun you can't have shootouts in the street i'm like You bullshit motherfuckers are taking away all my childhood fun.
0: Well, like I said, it wasn't even open when we went. So that is check one off your
1: list. Bullshit.
0: Right. Well, one that we did thoroughly enjoy, though, was Dinosaur World. You see that that gigantic dinosaur off the side (laughs) of the interstate. And you're like, I'm going to go there someday. I had always dreamed of going to this place. It's like... (laughs) 10 bucks a person so we get in and it's completely dated you can tell it was made in the 80s and we expected it to be some sort of like I don't know I don't even like kind of like how a zoo is set up almost like there's some sort of order
1: to things yeah some sort of exhibit
0: yeah something. something like that but instead it's literally just a trail through the backwoods and Okay, imagine if somebody just stuck papier-mâché dinosaurs in the back 40 acres of someone's yard. That's, that's it. Like, you're just walking through the woods with these random dinosaurs just placed wherever. Oh. There's no information about them. You're not learning anything. It's just, it's almost like an art installation. Like someone oh, just I thought signed. it was like
1: I thought there'd be like some big like a science museum or something. Like there'd be like all these like assembled, you know, not maybe not actual fossils, but you know, replica dinosaur fossils assembled, you know, and with all kinds of informational learning stuff and maybe no. like something for kids. Now they're like,
0: like they're life size, but they really do look like shitty paper mache. They look like oh a science God. a science fair project from fourth grade.
1: Bless it. But
0: that is kind of what makes it awesome, though, because it's so <laughs> ridiculous. We're like,
1: you're like, I kind of low key want my ten dollars back. No,
0: I'm. Like, I'll give you another ten dollars, like if you'll let me sit on this one, dude. There was <laughs> one that looked straight up like a penis. I'll have to put it on the website because I refer to it as Dickasaurus. because that's exactly what it looks like yes yes i love so, it so that was um there was that there's kentucky down under is up there too and give that a shot that's really cool you get to like sit in the australia down under part or whatever the the walkabout i guess is mm-hmm. what it's called but you can just come up and like pet baby joeys in their mom's pouch oh yeah like you can pet the kangaroos and love on them and they had the f- Emu in the world that just came up and like put her little emu head on my shoulder and was like, Love me. So like, love me. Yeah, you can't say no to a begging emu. <laughs> also had, I don't know if you've ever seen like a God, I don't know what they're called. A wallaby. Is it a wallaby? I don't know. It just it looked like a guinea pig, but was the size of like a 30-pound dog. Mm-hmm. They were fucking huge. I was like, the fuck is that? Oh, it's God. the biggest rabbit I've ever seen. And they were like, nah, man. That's a, I don't know, a wallaby or some shit. I don't know. It was scary Aww. looking.
1: Now yeah. I want to go there.
0: Yes, and you can just like sit there and all the animals
1: will come to you and love on you. And you can go love on all of them. Aww. It is the best. So- you can be like, you can go there and be like the Mary Poppins of animals.
0: Exactly. And they've got a really nice... um lorikeet enclosure too where you can go in and feed the birds and they will all land on you and eat their nectar it's yummy
1: (laughs) anytime i hear anytime i think of birds a bunch of birds landing on a person i always think of that scene in uh home alone Two, lost in new york with the old homeless lady in central park and all the birds like flock on her and everything And it's just, like, terrifying. She's, like, this massive bird lady. And she's, like, covered in garbage. Hashtag goals. Yeah. That's literally automatically what I think whenever I think of, like, multiple birds. I think of that image.
0: I want multiple birds. You have multiple birds. I I, I need a multitude. I need them all to multiply. I mean, they're both boys and one is
1: old and I'm pretty sure he's gay, but whatever. All right. I mean, he's like old enough. He's probably like I don't think he can reproduce anymore. I I don't
0: know. I'm not willing to give him a shot though. Yeah,
1: yeah. probably not. Don't let's not try that, right? Well, <clears throat> so once we left Cave City,
0: another common destination uh, that especially my husband loves is um, Gatlinburg. That whole area is so chock full with ridiculous shit, but. Yeah. Of all of the ridiculousness that it has to offer, the number one that you cannot miss is the Jurassic Jungle Boat Ride. That's, I've never even
1: heard of that.
0: You've never even heard of it? Oh my God. It no. is the best thing in the entire city. So you'll notice it by like, it's huge and it says across the top Jurassic Jungle Boat Ride. And when you approach it, there are these mannequins that are set up to look like they're standing in line. Like there's, yeah, there's a lot of places in Gatlinburg that do that. They like set mannequins up so that you're driving by and you're like, oh, look, there's a line. That must be, you know, something really cool. We're going to stop there. And like you go to tap on their shoulder or something and no, it's a mannequin. done bamboozled.
1: (laughs) That's actually
0: pretty smart i know it kind of is and so that's the first thing you notice when you come and you see the mannequins and then there's usually pigeons like perched up on (laughs) on the thing because you know pigeon forge is a thing but you get in this little boat and it you like it opens the doors you go in and they have got these animatronics from like the 70s that are falling apart, like the uh, quote unquote skin is falling off of them. They mm. make these like weird jerky motions instead of like smoothly turning to look at you. The sound is like you can tell the speakers are dying because instead of a roar, it's like, ah, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs>
1: just, it sounds so. Don't nice. ever do that again. That's the fucking stuff of nightmares. <laughs> it was awful. And like, if I ever hear that sound in the middle of the night in the dark, I'm literally just going to start shooting. Right? I'm going to start shitting.
0: <laughs> it's awful. Um, the best part about it though, is towards the end, there is this giant um, pterodactyl and it is holding no joke, a baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's this like naked, real doll infant. That I guess was like kidnapped by this pterodactyl. But I'm like, the fuck is
1: this? Kidnapped? He did those parents a favor. Well, yeah, there's that. I'm
0: kidding. Kind of. Kind of. So, yeah. This is a Jurassic Jungle Boat ride. We go every time. It's kind of expensive. It's like $24 a person. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's stupid expensive. But if you want something completely lame and hilarious, hit that up.
1: right. I guess I'll add
0: that to my list. There you go. Now, if you think that, like, sound was terrifying, I've got one one up. Now, we've never been here, but it's on our list, and we have looked at brochures of it, and it looks so, so weird and scary. It is the Cabbage Patch Baby Farm.
1: Oh, fuck that. Fuck
0: that. It is in Georgia, and it's like when i'm talking there's like some sort of hard something between my nose and my throat and it's like scratching i'm like ugh anyway
1: it's called a dick ugh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fuck you <laughs> oh god um <laughs> anyways this cabbage patch baby farm thing you actually go down there instead of buying a cabbage patch doll you like you go pick one out and then you get to watch it be born out of this what? tree. What the fuck? I'm telling you. <laughs> this yeah. is not real. Yes, it is.
1: Oh my God. Hang you on. Pick let me... a doll to be yeah. born out of a tree. How yeah. is that even? Yeah, it's what? called. I th- hang
0: on. Let me. I'm pulling it up right now. And... Online. It's called Babyland General Hospital Tour. Yeah. At Cab Yeah, at Cabbage Patch. It is located. Bam. Like this thing is so creepy looking. (laughs) Babyland General Hospital is in Cleveland, Georgia. It is the birthplace of the Cabbage Patch kids, located in Cleveland, Georgia. This guy converted an old clinic into a facility from which to sell his dolls it's presented as a birthing nursery and adoption center for premium cabbage patch kids
1: premium yeah as opposed to regular
0: i guess yeah it's literally a birthing center for dolls if that's not the most terrifying thing you've ever seen
1: yeah fuck that That sounds literally like the stuff of nightmares.
0: Yeah, and it's like this old clinic. It looks like something straight out of Gone with the Wind. It's like this grand Georgia mansion that is now, yeah.
1: So what's the purpose of all this? To sell Cabbage Patch Kids to rich people, I guess. And then they go watch them be born out of a tree? yeah i guess okay i gotta i gotta look this up for myself when we're done what's it called Ian? it's called babyland general hospital oh my god that's literally so scary yeah i'm trying to find
0: where like ethan looked up and it kind of like gave you an let's see oh the carpet dagger. <coughs> that's cool babyland freakiest place on earth yeah, it sounds
1: like it. Shit.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to put like a... Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to have to put pictures from this website up. Bookmark. <laughs> this is awesome. Let's see here. So, yeah, there's actual cabbages with heads in them. Just Oh, my God.
1: What cabbages the fuck with is heads. wrong with people? Yeah. I don't... Something okay. about Cabbage Patch dolls have always freaked me out. They're, like, right up there with raggedy Ann's and crying. Right? Like, just fucking weird. Yeah,
0: it's not just, like, a store. They sell one-of-a-kind designer Cabbage Patch dolls that range from $300 to $600 a pop.
1: So it's, like, American girl dolls? Kind of. Fancy, schmancy yeah, I mean, they can have them made to, like, look just like you.
0: You know what I could see happening are those people that, like, don't <coughs> have kids but are, like, completely obsessed with having a kid. And instead of adoption, like, they're they're not all the way there in their brain. Like, no person is going to give them an actual human baby. <laughs> but they want a baby. So you, like, take them to the hospital and have their baby born. And hand it to them. Like, that's what I think this is catered
1: for. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. This, it was an actual closed-down hospital. It utilized some of the old hospital equipment. Like, they're preemie dolls in incubators.
1: Oh, my God. This is literally giving me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. I
0: uh, there. They made one only adult cabbage patch. And her name is Mrs. Cabbage.
1: The main event. Can you imagine just, like, seeing a full-size Cabbage Patch doll just walking around? Right. In a fucking 1800s abandoned hospital?
0: Oh, God. The main event is the chance to see a real live Cabbage Patch birth. Behold, the magic crystal tree. Get out. What the fuck? Yeah. Let's see here. Every so often, an announcement blares over the PA. That mother cabbage is dilated and ready to give birth. God, this is so <laughs> gross. Anticipation builds as Doctor John Cabbage appears under the magic crystal tree. He is wearing full scrubs. I shit you not. <laughs> I have got to link this website. About
1: ready to, for a tree to give birth. Yeah. Then the to magic a begins. Cabbage patch doll.
0: Yes. Doctor Cabbage launches into his spiel as he delivers the cabbage baby he lets forth an unrelenting onslaught of cabbage-based puns. (laughs) What? (laughs) Mother cabbage's chlorophyll count is normal. Luckily, the baby is not born feet first, or that would be a branch delivery.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're literally making this up. This cannot be real.
0: The babies have ears because an intern planted a row of corn close to the cabbage patch. Get it, ears of corn?
1: Oh my god, I can't. Yeah.
0: They've never performed a C section, cabbage section. Oh my God. And then emerging from the cabbage leaves, a child is born into this world. This doctor straight up picks it up from its feet and like swaddles it like a baby. There is a video on this website of the miracle what? of life.
1: <laughs> Please link that. I am I'm putting Please this on every link bit. All of that. Link I'm the sh- website, link the video, post the pictures. I'm going to need everything.
0: <laughs> yes, this is going on all of our social media immediately.
1: Okay, whenever you decide to go on that trip, I kind of do want to see that. Like just to go and make fun of people. Right? Like I ha- I heart
0: <laughs> but I low key want to take you with me. Like
1: on oh, the I'm times. Going. Right? I'm going with you. This
0: is what we should do when uh, Ethan and sister are in New York City. We should go down to Babyland where is this place again it's in georgia like day trip kind of georgia or i like... don't know Damn. i haven't i'll we'll have to look into it yes but yeah that would be amazing let's see uh let's see. we all enjoyed babyland for a different reason my wife enjoys all the nostalgia my daughter enjoys the dolls My son hates this place. Oh, there's this this poor kid is like sitting amongst the cabbage patch dolls and he looks like he's gonna murder his entire family. Oh
1: my god.
0: Oh god. Oh, they've got a gift shop too. You can get a baby land. Take a cabbage home with you. Well, not just that, you can get a baby land shot glass because nothing yeah. says birth of a cabbage patch doll like taking shots.
1: I'm going to need to take shots after this. Right? Awesome. Oh my god. So, a few
0: years ago, they moved out of the old hospital and into a shiny new facility. These people attended the grand opening that they did at Easter. What? Yeah. Oh my god. They have a giant cabbage patch kid stalking the premises. Oh my god. This
1: it literally just gets worse. Yeah, they added some
0: slightly unsettling animatronic dolls as well. There's videos of that.
1: Yikes. They did
0: keep their bread and butter with Mother Cabbage and the Magic Crystal Tree, though. But they hired a younger, better-looking Dr. Cabbage. So there's that.
1: Wow. Because uh, John Cabbage Sr. has retired.
0: I guess so. This wow. is amazing and I am bookmarking that immediately. And we are <laughs> I love it. I can't. That's just so weird. That makes me so happy. Okay, so now that we've went down that whole thing, the only last thing I have is our other trip to Arkansas, which was Hot Springs instead of <coughs> Little Rock. And Hot Springs, guess what that has to offer? A shit ton of hot springs. That I was not brave enough to go like hang out in the hot springs with other people. So instead, we went and saw a magic show that was in the back of this building with folding chairs. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really kind of lame.
1: And then it sounds like it.
0: Yeah, it was lame. But there was a really cool like oddities shop next to it that had like, you know, the half fish, half man fiji mermaid stuff that is like, like old
1: retired sideshow stuff from yeah old carnival
0: exactly it had a, a bunch of that stuff so that was pretty cool but the tour de force of hot springs arkansas is the hot springs aquarium that's right there on the main drag this aquarium has a gigantic tortoise that just roams the floor i mean don't step on it, don't sit on it, but he's just chilling. He can, like, eat your shoe. The floor as in, like, he's just walking around loose? Yeah, just loose. What the Yeah, fuck? yeah this giant-ass tortoise. Just chilling. And it was, like, $2 a person to get in. And their aquarium are literally 10-gallon aquariums sitting on tables with, like, little fish in them. What? It's Yeah, it's like your seven-year-old niece's fish tank but all lined up on tables half of them have like <coughs> algae all over them you're Gross. like yeah i was like this is only worth two dollars for the story i get to tell later and for that turtle that i'm totally gonna pet right yeah what the hell? if it weren't for the giant tortoise i would have asked for my money back but i'm gonna just say that we paid two dollars to pet a giant tortoise <laughs>
1: I'd pay $2 to pet a tortoise.
0: Right? Especially a free roaming one. you're like, me and the husband and sister looked at each other and all had the same thought of like, do you think all three of us could pick this up and will it fit in the car?
1: (laughs) Can we just leave with it? Right?
0: I mean, nobody else was there. I guess because all the locals are like, no, I'm not going to go see Miss Betty's fish tanks. That's some bullshit. (laughs) But she sure roped us in. Heckin' bamboozled. (laughs)
1: <laughs> heckin bamboozled
0: yep Love so it. that um so far that's where we are for our really weird ass destinations but there are more to come
1: yeah that's that's pretty weird yeah <laughs> well i have uh i have one more story and then i have a a summary of okay. my thoughts oh lord oh, did we learn <laughs> <laughs> no, no no but it's right before the what we learned oh, segment fine. so this um this was probably i don't know six or seven years ago i think mm-hmm. um me and my sister were driving back from michigan and we stopped at a rest stop to use the bathroom and this was like just outside detroit like just south of detroit so this four-door cadillac pulls up and no joke it exactly matches the description of the one that Jimmy Hoffa was last seen in. No jokes. Wow. This dude gets out. He's wearing a fedora. He's literally wrapping up his bloody knuckles with ace bandages. Not kidding. You cannot make this up. I'm not kidding. He's wrapping his knuckles, wearing a fedora. He's walking across the parking lot and he goes over to this other dude that's wearing, that's um, driving this equally big ass car. It's like a big ass boat. And, um, so, he's got a black briefcase, and the other guy has an envelope. He gives the black briefcase to the guy with the envelope. The guy with the envelope gives it to him. He walks back to his Cadillac, continues wrapping his, his bloody knuckles, and drives off. Oh, I'm pretty... like, what the fuck did I just see?
0: You just saw a mob boss after the kill. Like,
1: what the hell? What was? It? I want to know what was in the briefcase. What was in the envelope? It was Jimmy Hoffa's remains. I don't think there's anything left of Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> you did a whole research paper on I that. I did. If Anybody's an expert on Jimmy Hoffa, it's me. I was going to say. say, if anyone knows where he is, it's you. Yeah, I know exactly where he is. Yeah. He is no longer. Because <laughs> he got put through that crematorium. He's just ashes in the bottom oh, of no. a. Whatever they, what do they call that thing? Oh, the river Inciner- incinerator. Oh no, no the inc- He's ashes in the bottom of an incinerator. Oh,
0: so he's not ma- uh, married. He's not buried under uh like Fenway Park. or Fenway no. Park or whatever. No,
1: no, he's not. No, and they dug up that house. the The guy said that he was buried under the pool in some house in mm. suburban Detroit. They dug it up. He ain't there either. So well,
0: damn. He's hanging out with Elvis <laughs> and Tupac right
1: so anyway my my summary of thoughts is i was just, when we were you know deciding on doing this episode and talking about all the story all of our traveling stories i just got to thinking like you know remember well we don't really remember it was even back before our day but like back in the day like in the 60s and 70s like going to back the airport in the 60s. Was, yeah back in the 60s it was going to the airport was like an event like people dressed up to go to the airport like they wore their best outfits they what put the on a hell? bunch of makeup since what? when i don't remember this but yeah back in the day like when like when it first became like you know customary to just like get on a plane and go like for leisure like for a family vacation well i mean when i it guess wasn't... it makes
0: sense and look at all the pan am stewardesses
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it was a it was a thing like you dressed up to go to the airport and get on a plane like you were Mm -hmm. not. You were looking good. And like nowadays, it's like the airport has seen you in worse shape than the gas station closest to your house. Like one time I I took a red eye to Detroit for a family reunion and I came down with strep throat a few hours before takeoff. Much like right now, you know, I'm about to leave for a week-long vacation and I'm sick. Um, So, I came down with strep a few days or a few hours before. And, I mean, I didn't cancel. I still showed up. I look like I just came from a drug deal. My makeup was, like, two days old. I was wearing a baggy shirt with holes in it, like, the works. And, like, I still wanted to have a touch of bougie, so... I ate airport sushi before we left and I sat at the airport bar drinking while sim- simultaneously like hacking up phlegm like I am now and like spitting it into my cocktail napkin but like I mean I looked a mess. I looked disgusting and I was just thinking like this would not have this would not have flown back then.
0: <laughs> uh, no, pun
1: intended. Right. But yeah, like they were they were just They were all dressed up, you know, they're wearing their, you know, the men were in suits and the women were in their little skirts or their dresses and heels, pantyhose. And here I am, like, I wear more clothes to go to bed than I was wearing. That was literally, I don't even know if I was wearing shorts or pants. It was probably just a baggy shirt and that's it.
0: Well, yeah, try dressing up
1: like in your, to the nines
0: now and showing up to the airport and see how many people look at you like you've got five heads
1: right they're like oh where's the kardashians right
0: where's this fancy bitch think she's going
1: right she's probably got like nine suitcases with her nice is that it that you've got that's all i've got until until next time because i'm going on that cruise i'm sure i'll come back with stories oh you better that's awesome well what did you learn this episode I learned that like I thought cabbage patch kids were already scary, but apparently there's like a whole other world of them. Like they have their own world and I didn't even know it.
0: Yep. And similarly, I learned that we're gonna go on a trip to see where cabbage patch kids are born and we're gonna do it soon. Yes.
1: Yeah. Like next month soon. Hopefully. We're working on it. Yeah. We we'll, see.
0: we'll have to broadcast live on Facebook Live. Like we'll have to live stream a birth.
1: That just sounds so awful. I'm totally on board for that.
0: Amen. Okay. Well, until next time. Remember
1: that shit. Uh mm. Remember that shit. (laughs) Remember
0: that. Remember to always say yes to adventures for they become stories and in the end that's all we are. Peace.
1: This concludes our broadcast day. Good night.